So, welcome to the Forgotten Ranch Podcast. We are here at the season one finale with the man, the myth, the legend of this podcast, Mr. Colby Sykes. Colby, man. Dude, it's awesome. It's awesome to see you. It's awesome to hear. I mean, they can't see you, but we can see you, man. Uh, we're really glad you decided to come on this, man. You made it a, a very long way from when me and Tanner walked in and got hired at Outback Steakhouse, which we, we finally got the permission to go ahead and release the restaurant name. Did we? Yeah. Did no, we? No. No. <laughs> we, got, we, got drunk <laughs> we did get drunk at a bar a couple episodes ago. We, we said Outback like six times. I re-listened to it. Oh, yeah. Guys. So, uh, well, it's more of like with those fucking, uh, what is that called? The discrimi- discriminatory charges or whatever. Yeah, as long as we're uh, not talking about the restaurant. As long as you're man. not saying anything really negative about a certain restaurant, using the names, using the owners, using the proprietors at the time, you're good. Yeah. You're good. So, like I can uh, sit here and talk about how much I love Outback's wings all day. <laughs> So, Need no lawsuits around here. Yeah, no Dude. lawsuits. Hey, if we, if you we think I can about, fucking afford that shit? If we can talk about the Hooters girls shoving uh, wings up recruiters in episode one and us not getting a lawsuit, I think we're That was safe. a public trial. That's true. That's true. That was a public trial. trial. So, uh, Colby, just, man, a little bit about you. Tell, tell us about what you're doing right now, man. Uh, just if We want to know how far you've come. They know your story from the beginning of when me and Tanner met you. But what are, what are you doing now, man? Um, just for... The main portion of my my life right now, I am strictly dealing with Allstate, man. I'm I'm selling Allstate insurance products, uh, homeowners, auto insurance, which is uh, properties and casualties, and then I'm actually involved with life insurance as well. And um, I quite frankly never thought I'd be in the insurance industry, but um, it's it's a lot that I am able to benefit from. Previously, working in the restaurant industry, right now as an insurance agent. So it's it's been great, man. It's just been, you know, a little time consuming. It's a new business. Um, I got a staff of four, uh, but we're doing great. We um, we actually just found out we made top 8% in the nation last year. Oh, hell yeah, year. man. Congratulations. Damn it. Thank That's you, thank awesome, you, man. It's, it's, awesome. it's been a blessing. It's been a blessing. And it's, it's uh, you know, it's still a lot of things that we can still accomplish. So just staying busy, staying focused, man. That's just lately what we've been doing lately. I, I could have told you from working with you as long as I have, that insurance game would definitely have been in a big realm of your possibility with your people really? skills. Yeah, I, I remember chopping screwing in that fucking bar for like the last two years. Bro, we made yeah. fucking money. And we don't even got titties. I do now. But <laughs> back then I didn't. So I had nothing to offer. So like hey, that's that's why we said at the back of the bar we put the ladies with the you know what at the front Yeah, of the bar. hell yeah. Dude, I had B D and C T Dude, they would go to the fucking front of that bar, and they were such yeah. good point people. Like one on one, flirty, perfect. Fill that fucking tip jar. Don't matter. Don't matter what happens that night. You're splitting that bitch 50-50. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, it course. was. It was a perfect combo. Just like that night, uh, old GF. We all left the outback. GF went up on an uh, amateur night and like went upside down on the pole and like smashed her head against the stage. That's <laughs> name odd. <laughs> oh, you remember that night? Like. We had some crazy nights in Outback, and, and like seeing you, in, seeing you into like the sales of insurance, man. I remember when I first got hired at, uh, at the at Outback. I don't even care anymore. At Outback, uh, you you did these promotions. I think your your parents had like a promotions or a marketing deal, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I, we we'd always go to T Rock, and like you would hit us up and be like, "Hey, man, we got we got a big party going on at T Rock tonight." We've talked about the Keeler Rock out here, man. What? Like what a fucking time that Tequila Rock was. Good times, great times. That street, Crocker Street, was the shit, man. You, you like people, you, kids today would not understand. They don't get it. They would laugh in your face if you told them how much of a fucking bop that shit was back in the day, man. dude. And Beaumont has a lot of potential. We it's probably so much. saying that all of our lives, but oh yeah, it's. It's scared of growth. Still that little hump they can't you seem to get over. But, yeah. you know, we got individuals like ourselves in this new generation, man. We're, we're bringing a lot of, uh, a lot uh, of these diversity marriage, yeah. and, you know, modern things to the area that they can't, you know, they can't ignore and they can't fight against. So yeah, it's, it's going to eventually get Yeah, there. I feel like our generation has a higher ceiling than the prior mm-hmm. ones do with, like, going for shit and trying to make shit work. And I think that what that's what makes us, like, Dangerous, yeah, in, in the business and industry. I'm, you know like, what I'm saying? Even, even like with this podcast, man. Like we 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 started out with like just promoting Tanner playing video games and streaming, 
And then it turned into this. Like, I'd be doing that. We could tap into this industry that nobody talks about. Like everybody wants to do these business oriented. Like let's let's like tell people how to build something. Well, what about like the real raw things of like people going out and just getting hammered to deal with the stress of of dealing with customers every single day and like what that looks like. And that's what's so funny to me about our old stories. Like, I remember I got hired on. I think my third day, I walked in and you were dancing on the bar at Outback. <laughs> you were day like doing like the Carlton or some shit. Like just trying to make a dollar. Yeah. It's like it's like having that pre workout there. You get your music in, man. It's time to work out. It's time to go. Hell yeah. <laughs> dude, I remember dude bartending. There's nothing like I started out like my brother got me hired, right? And I was a host. Then I got like demoted to a busser. Back to a host after I unpissed off Kevin. And then I went to a waiter, and then I was like, oh, dude, waiting sucks. Like, I hated waiting tables. But when I went to bartender, I was like, you, you could see yourself doing that. I see why people do it for so long. Yeah. It's so much fun. Fun, fun, fun It's the most fun job, dude. Funnest job. You're 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 essentially on a on a golf course. You got beers. You got liquor. You got people. You get to you know, especially at the good spots where, or if you you know, take advantage like we did. We did a little drinking behind the bar. That's all I do. Even funner. Oh damn you know, it! But, I I poured an entire cup extra of well I'll be damned. <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker getting filled up. What's yeah, that? Some Hennessy on top? But towel. I mean the, the after the after shift parties, man. Like. Going in, roll like rolling into Madison's with you was like the like highlight of my going out at one fifty a.m. Yeah, and I was like twenty two. <laughs> Man, we're all going to Madison's tonight. I'm gonna run home and change. And me and Tanner are like, fuck it, we're going to our work clothes. We'll just beat him there a little bit. And so we'd get there like right at midnight. You'd come strolling in at last call, and for some reason we threw the biggest party for fifteen fucking minutes because Colby Sykes walked in the building. <laughs> Like and that that's that's how I like that's how our memory. I remember I, I remember I was telling you in Peltier, I was like, look, I'm like, why does Colby show up so fucking late when we all say yeah. we're going out? So I said I was gonna I go, I'm gonna hang out with Colby right when we get off work and I'm gonna show up when he shows up just to see what happens. That was the most fun night I have ever fucking had. We went back to your apartment, we were fucking shooting shots, we you know <laughs> smoked a little fucking hung out random people come in and out of your fucking apartment all the time of the whole night and i'm like now i see why he doesn't get here till 150 it is a fucking it's blast the it's the start i you know it was a trick man i would leave work and i'd go home and i'd have to wind down i'd have to yes. get blunt i had to literally calm my nerves yes because i was on i was on ted at outback or wherever it was at and at the end of the day i had to come home relax Get my mind straight, and I knew it wasn't going to be a quick 15, 20 minutes still left at the bar because you know they didn't really let us out till two thirty. Yeah, that's and right. So hey, <laughs> we, hey, we talked about that. Bit. Other bartenders recognize other bartenders. Oh yeah, when you're in the same town, and they let you get away with fucking murder. Service Man, industry, Beaumont, Beaumont, it was the best for that. You know, that's yes. that was that's the one thing that I missed the most was just having that that community. You know, everybody. those relationships, man. You know, everybody. I mean, I, everybody. when I showed up to Madison's, I didn't pay for food. You know, I didn't pay for drinks no. for the most time. Um, it was just a nice tip. Took care of the people the same way they came to our bars and took care of us. That's right. It went it went that way for the entire six seven years I was out there. That's right. It was, just, it was perfect, man. I wish it was the same thing. Everywhere. It felt like you yes. had that Cheers vibe in yes. every bar. Oh, my God. Cheers vibe. Yeah. No, we talked about that before. Uh, like, me and Chris have talked about this, probably not on the podcast, but I told, I was talking to Chris about, like, bro, when I when I got married and I had my kid and all that shit, and um, I was talking about, like, I go, I went to a bar for the first time after I got married and I settled down. And I didn't have, that was the first time I went to, like, Madison's. And I didn't have that vibe where, like, I didn't pay a cover to get in. Like, the dude at the door knew me. You fucking, fucking hit us some fucking skin. They just go, hey, just go ahead. You walk to the bar. They have my fucking Jack and Coke ready to fucking go. They slide it to you. Worst feeling ever. When you lose that, it sucks. I remember that because I, yep. I was sad as fuck because Chris got in for fucking free and I had to pay. I'm still in the industry, so like I still know these people and like I still I still keep up with them. And so me and Tanner went to the bar with like five other buddies and like a bunch of like just different girls and like with like the, the wives 
And, like, I walk in and I dap up the bouncer. Like, I'm still in it, like, from six years ago. And Tanner, Tanner goes to dap up the guy. I realize he doesn't know him. He goes, it'll be a $5 cover, sir. And it was the angriest I've ever seen Tanner at me in my life. And I was like, man, look, yeah. I, 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 I don't know what to tell you, man. I was, in the, I was in the industry since I was, like, 15 years old. Like, they used to, it's like... It's like when they ask you, can I get a card on file? Like, really, yeah, bro? Really, motherfucker? Like, like I was in the like, industry since nah, I was fucking, like, I was fucking 15 years old. Like, people like Colby and everything, all the people would, like, bring me to bars, and I learned all the mannerisms and all the code and all this shit since I was, like, a kid. Yeah. And then, like, to walk in for that first time when you're, like, an adult. And I, like, I got my next job. I got, like, the next big thing. I got a family now. It's, like, just, like, you realize right there you fucking lost it. You're not the fucking guy. I don't think. It you, sucks. I don't think, like, you should look at it as, like, you lost it. I mean, if anything, you guys have gained. Oh, I, I guys, fucking lost but it. But you guys have gained so much being out of the. I, I've, I'm still, up, up until maybe. Four months ago, I was still fighting tooth and nail to get where I wanted in my career at 28. Like, finally, now at 29, the last three months, like, I finally got to where I wanted to be in my restaurant career to where, like, I can make a living out of it without having to totally grind. Every Chris runs three day. stores now. Four, Chris runs four, three, four, 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 four stores now. Yeah. Awesome. Amazing. So Amazing. The, the growth in, in just the three of us from when we started walking into the front of Outback stores and seeing Colby doing the Carlton or whatever you were doing on top of that bar, like just killing <laughs> whatever favorite song that was. Like me and Q, well, when we had when we bartended together, our favorite song was that Lauren Hill song. Can't uh, can't get enough of you or whatever that song is. No, I know that song. And that was our vibe. Like that was our that was our cheers moment because all the all the regulars knew when that song came on, they were about to get fucking See, drunk. Like, <laughs> like I talked to a lot of restaurant guys. Like a lot, of, you go to any line of work, you run to like a restaurant guy, mm-hmm. right? And I remember I talked to all these guys about like their best like fucking story from working at a restaurant or whatever. And I had one guy who worked at a fucking Baskin Robbins. A Baskin Robbins. Fucking ice cream dude? Yes, ice cream man. He worked with two other chicks in California at a Baskin Robbins. And he was locking up, whatever, and they were cleaning up, and the two chicks were like giggling. Right? And he was like, What the fuck are these bitches giggling about? Right? And he goes, he goes, What's so fucking funny? He goes, She goes, Well, we were just considering uh maybe all three of us should go into the walk in and just hook up. And uh, he was like, That was the best night of my life. And <laughs> I remember hearing that and going Dude, Outback fucking sucked. <laughs> like, I remember, I remember one time I was bartending with a uh, Brittany. Yeah, last name just undisclosed. And uh, <laughs> we all know. We all, we all know. We all know. <laughs> and I remember, like, I always, I used to wear fucking wife beaters under my fucking black button ups, right? So I like when we were doing, when I was doing opening, depending on who closed, you know who, and they don't fucking close. I was sitting there having to like reload the fucking thing, so I just had like my wife beater. I'm going into the fucking dry walk-in, the dry storage, and fucking loading it up, loading it up, and I have like a horrible day, whatever. And I'm, we all go out to the parking lot to drink or whatever, right? And Brittany was like, "Hey, I wanted to let you know that I saw you doing all that work in that wife beater, and I wanted to just like meet you in that walk-in and just hook up, but I thought." That's not what Tanner wants. Tanner wants a relationship. <laughs> I have never been closer to a gun in my mouth <laughs> till that moment in Colby. that parking lot, Colby's my boy. Colby's laughing so hard because you tried to compete with him so much. I did. With Tang it out back. And you I wanted to be the time. fucking guy. So my question to you, because our big thing on this episode in the restaurant business, the people who grow up working in it, which I think everybody should. Everybody should should everybody. wait tables. Oh my God. Months, at right? least one time. And uh, like our biggest thing in the restaurant business is people be fucking in the, in the business. Like you spend 40 hours with somebody, you're probably oh, going to hook sure. up with them, right? Yeah. It's a high school, bro. It's a high for school sure. system. Straight up high you, school system. If you're on one side of the bar or the other. It, they don't. <laughs> it, they don't. It don't matter. When the lights shut off in that restaurant, it's time to go. It's uh, closing time. time. (laughs) Pick up your fives and go back where you go to sleep. So, uh, Colby, I want to know, like, you're, you're, like, the top two. Like, you, you were and still are, like, in my mentality, like, my 
role model of a of a, like a restaurant worker coming in as an hourly position, like working as a server or bartender. Like you were the man. Like if you were on shift, everybody was pumped, right? And you 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 can admit that. No, 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 no. You can admit that. You can admit that. You knew that was you. Like you know, you were the fucking guy. So like restaurant industry, Colby versus now Colby, and let's just span it in three years back to back. When did you pull the most puss? I'd say on my way out. On, on the, the way, way out. out, I knew that I knew that I could do damage and not have to deal with any drama on my way out. That that was the uh, that was the mindset I had. I, I knew for a fact if I was going to be doing anything on my latter years, my latter days, it, it's it's no no drawback, man. That that was the that was the easy mindset for me. But shit, man, honestly. I can't even remember. <laughs> Let's go! <laughs> I do remember. I remember and I will, I will say this story. I will say this story because I remember it so vividly and I think it's hilarious. So, so me and you, me and you were just, me and you played barbacks together when they just teamed us two up because I hate talking to people. You love talking to people. I just like running drinks. And it was a perfect combo. And me and you worked together like every fucking weekend. And we had a little competition between me and you when we got new waitresses or hostesses in. And it was like, who can hit first? And I was like, I'm going to fucking beat you this time. And I I literally threw my game the second shift she was training. And she, I was like, let's go get a drink after work. She was like, okay, that sounds good. We got a drink. We went. We hooked up. I was like, I can't wait to tell Kobe tomorrow at work. <laughs> I can't wait to tell Kobe tomorrow at work that I won finally. And I gave yeah, up to you. The funny thing is, I can't tell if this was the same one that I'm thinking about, but I do remember. I know you know who out. I'm talking about because I, I yeah, came I up to you the next day at work and I was like, guess what, motherfucker? <laughs> I win. And you go, I hit it the first day, baby. And I go, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was so mad. I was so well, I was I was I was even borderline a little hurt. Like, damn, I thought she really liked me too. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Hey, she's for the streets. For the streets. So, so there was this night, and this is like the best night that I I can ever remember. Of course, I was asleep on the couch by myself. I didn't get nothing this night per usual of Outback Steakhouse, Chris Myers. But Can't I, I remember we all went out one night, and you you probably had like. I know you were trying to trying to like get back, not really get back. You you were just being Colby. You had like four women show up throughout this four hour span of us going out, right? Um, two regulars, yeah. two of them we knew, but but Tanner was with the the woman in question that we just told the story about. Uh, and uh, I remember like b- before this, there was an incident in the corner of your apartment with an Xbox or a PS4, but no. we don't, PS3. We don't have to talk about that. That oh, was Internet actually Robert? a different person. Oh, it wasn't Colby? No. Oh, it was that Trey was TD. It was Trey D. We can yeah. say Trey D. Yeah, we can say Trey D. Yeah, I pissed on a dude's PlayStation when I was so drunk. I don't care. But. But I remember being in your apartment and you were like, y'all can stay here. Like, it's cool. I think I passed out underneath your coffee table. You had like three coffee tables. Your, your apartments were always really nice compared to what we had. So I like fell asleep underneath your coffee table and then I like moved to your couch. It was like a love seat. I'm a six foot four. I've been six foot four for like 10 years. Yeah. And so like my feet are hanging off your couch and, I, and I'm like asleep and I just hear like noise behind the couch. And, uh, yeah, like it was, it, it was like a. What did she? This is this is a. You were like, you. Can I tell this story? Yeah, well, too late. Go ahead. I don't have to go. I don't have to go any further. No, go ahead. But you were like, hey, Colby, Colby's gone. Let, let's go. Uh, let's go to Colby's bed. And she was like, no, 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 no. That's that's our spot. And you, <laughs> you, you, you shacked up with her behind the couch while I'm asleep. You get what you get in this life. <laughs> Colby's a bed guy. I'm a bad behind the couch guy. That, that's that's the Colby sights that I will never like ever forget. And you, shit was so fucking funny back then, dude. I remember that same night. You were like, "Hey, this chick I'm talking to, she's crazy as fuck. She might come over. Don't freak out." And I was like, "Okay." And this random woman just stormed into your apartment. It was like yelling. 
came in the door yelling, cussing you, walked out of the door. I go, what the fuck was that? And you go, don't worry about it. She'll be back in a better mood. And uh, like six <laughs> hours later, she showed back up. Sweetest person I've ever met in my fucking life. Me? No. Oh, him. Oh, yeah. yeah to him. Yeah. I was like, that is the craziest shit I've ever seen in my life. Some of the craziest women I ever dated was out there, goddamn Beaumont, man. But great times, though. They're, great they, times. And quite frankly, they all came from the restaurant industry. They always. So let me ask you this: like in all of your restaurant experience, what would you say like your craziest moment would be from all those years of bartending and all this other shit? It could be anything from inside night. the restaurant to like what happened outside from consequential circumstances. It was at the Elegante Hotel. Oh, Damn, train wins. I had some good nights. The Elegante, man. They they didn't have any cameras inside of the bar. And I'm the aware. GM there would average probably about a half a bottle of doors. My manager there at the oh time, she would average at least a, a bottle of Jameson a day. And then me and this other guy named Ryan, we would average probably about a bottle of Jameson a day. Because we, we could drink. I mean, we could yeah, get out Yeah, you do whatever you want. Everybody drink. There was no security that was walking through the bar like that. The cameras were always off. And we had a normal day. And um, we had a, I think it was like a big banquet party just walked in at the end of the night. And we ended up making, I think, probably twelve to $1,300. It was the most money I ever made in one night. I couldn't believe God it. God damn. And, I mean, shit, just to, just, yeah, just to piggyback, just to be like, because I don't think we've ever discussed my time at Elegante, but I... I was making seventy sixty-five to seventy thousand dollars a year as a bartender. God damn. It was amazing, man, because it was so much fun. You know, we had <laughs> yeah, you're blast the whole time. We had live we had live music. But uh, just on that night particular, we made a lot of money and given that we didn't have any security, man, we locked the doors and next thing you know, we were in there smoking weed until about four or five in the morning. Mm. And for some dumbass reason we passed out. In the bar, man. <laughs> oh my God. We woke up and the GM walked in, and literally, <laughs> literally, the guy that I was working with, Ryan, just got gets up. He looks at him. He's like, "Nah, no, nah, I'm not here. I'm not here right now." And I'm looking at him. I'm like, "Bro, we're definitely here." <laughs> he just runs the hell out of the bar, man. And the guy that he just runs out of the GM, bar, sit me down and. It tries to like write me up and all that, but he realized we didn't have any other bartenders for that same night. So he's just like, "Hey man, y'all gotta do better." And I'm like, okay. "You gotta be better, he bro." Any, he didn't see any of the weed that we just left laying on the well, everywhere, stems and like, shit. Man. But it, it was it was just uh, honestly, it was a lot of nights like that. Yeah. Um, but that one in particular was the best, just because we literally woke up and I was like, "Oh shit, we didn't spend any of the thirteen hundred dollars." Because you know, you you spend it quicker than you get it. Oh, that's absolutely. right. Especially that's right. in this. You know industry. what I mean? You'll make two hundred. You're gonna spend one twenty that night just cause, like, <laughs> you know, no, you get right. it back the next day. You got it. Man, Damn. Great nights. I, I mean, that's I, fucking I, I hilarious. Busy with some women in that bar, man. Inside of the bar, like it, it's. It was the best job ever. I, I swear to God. It's really good to know that no matter what side of that bar I drank on, I had a little bit of you to go in that shot. Yeah, I took. Literally. So, what <laughs> so, uh, Granny say? You put your foot in this one. I fell the fuck. God damn it! We might need to do a DNA test on my son. <laughs> <laughs> you might owe me some fucking you know, money. One of the uh, one of the stories I tell people all the time is how I was, you know, uh, a young black man in Beaumont from Houston, Texas. I'm I can not, relate. The first time I ever lived in the in the country, and it's funny you say that because the the story specifically is how me and Tanner would tell people that would come to the bar. It could be somebody, oh! black, somebody white, but somebody that was yeah. either really black or somebody that was really white would be like, yeah. I would tell them that my name was Tanner, and he would tell them that their his name was Kobe. And they would throw their ass off every time. And it's just like, to this day, it, it just kind of reminds me that you can really be in a totally different, you know, environment, community, atmosphere, just in yes. general, and and still, you know, uh, uh, diversify or really just like make people relate to you or, or, or find some sort yes. of commonality for everybody. Yes. Bar. You know what I mean? It's yes. just, it was such a dope way to connect with people because it just off the rip showed them. Yeah, it, it sucked them like, into really what not, we were about. Not, yeah, like y'all, y'all are still in a you know in a good area. I know it seems like it could be 
the opposite. Like, we don't know what you're expecting, but yeah. like, we're going to sit here and make you feel comfortable. That's fucking or, hilarious. Uh, I forgot about that. Front, you know what I mean? But to let you know oh that we're God. actually just having a good time. I man. told that, you. That man, was I like, fucking forgot about that. Because I looked up. It was funny because we were going to just. I told Kobe, I go, look up the whitest name you can find. And Tanner was in the top three. Uh, and I was like, there's no way Tanner's in the top three. And Kobe was like, have you ever seen a black Tanner? And I was like, yeah, that makes, that adds up. And Kobe was in the top three of the blackest names. I was like, fuck it, I'm going to be Kobe then. Up, that shit was that, so fucking... It, that was like just uh you know even me and Ryan did the same shit. I'd have oh people, fuck you know, Ryan dude I forgot man that, that dude that, like he's so just, funny. I I had clients or uh, customers walk in and they'll be you know and just I could tell off the rip man they just weren't gonna fuck with me because I was just literally just black that uh, nice ass biter hat on and I'm like oh shit ah uh, we're hey, done I, uh, we're done here can I get you something to drink um. Get you a Coors Light or something? No, no, I'm okay. I don't want anything to drink. And then I'll walk away, and then somebody else will walk up behind me, and they'll be like, yeah, let me get a Coors Light. And I'm like, motherfucker. I don't even motherfucker. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. When you realize I'm going to give the next guy a free drink, you're going to be mad as shit, but it's all good. <laughs> oh, my God. It's Texas, but yeah. it's still South Texas. Hey, for real. But That's again, how it is, man. Sucks. All those things, those experiences that I went through it during that time, yeah. It's it still to this day has allowed me. I mean, I'm out here in the country. I'm I'm in bumfuck like nowhere. Honestly, I'm I'm in Aubrey, Crossroads is the the connecting city. You'll never hear of these cities, and and still there's not many of you know uh, my my my, uh, my my race out here. But at the mm-hmm. same token, I don't feel any uncomfortability. I, I know how to relate. I know how to talk. I know how to communicate. Just uh, or connect because yeah. of those experiences. No, man. you're right. Like, it, you you are literally talking to people from around the world, or you know, oh, dude, yeah. in Beaumont, they coming into the fourth largest port in the nation. They usually yes. going to be from you know out the country because they're doing way out there, just doing a, a, no, a job right. for six months to eight months, and we we would take care of them, and they would be right back. You know what I mean? Yes. And it just it those, those relationships didn't only last six to eight months, but we would you know really take advantage of yes. it. I mean, they were offering us jobs yeah. before we even got degrees yeah. or, you know, we yeah. didn't even know what the hell we wanted to do. Yeah. You know, we were collecting business cards like it was, you know, shit. Like, what they, like they were serving us. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Like, like there, there, there is that shit out here and it sucks. But I think nowadays it's way lesser of a percentage than it was. True. Yeah, it is true. a lot less. It's got, I do, I do think it's gotten better. Because I've seen it. I mean, I told the story about uh, Gina when she was bartending with me that one time when she first started bartending, and that dude wouldn't let her serve, her, serve him a drink because she was a woman. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I remember like, that vividly. Vividly. Hilarious, because I used that to my advantage. It was kind of <laughs> fucked up. It was kind of fucked up, because the dude ordered a 7 and 7, right? We don't. No one fucking carries 7 up. Yeah. No one carries, no one carries, seven, carries up. seven up. So he makes she makes him a Seagram's and Sprite. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. It literally tastes the same. Brings him it and just explains to him like a normal person, like, sir, we didn't have seven up, so I just supplemented it with Sprite. I hope that's okay. And he said, This is why I don't let a bitch make my drink. Yeah. She goes, he goes, wow. get me a different bartender. <laughs> so she comes back to the bar crying, dude. And I'm like, what's wrong? And she explains the whole situation. I go, I'll take care of it. Don't worry about that table. So I make the same drink, Seagram's and Sprite. And I go, <laughs> sir, here's your Seagram's and Seven. I really hope that dumb bitch didn't ruin your night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he slid you a 20. <laughs> yeah, he, he slid, slid you a $20 he slid, bill. He slid me a 20. Is it fucked up? Yes, but I needed to buy a 12-pack of Miller Lite at the end of that night. So hey, mad at you. Look, that, that's, how Ryan, that's how Ryan was. He'd be Ryan like, oh, was so he, the he same. Didn't, he didn't even want to, he didn't want to let me give him a course like he's I don't know. He just did he, he just didn't want your black ass to serve him. <laughs> 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 I'm glad we shared the same tip. <laughs> Ryan just ride different, bro. Hey, bro, he's all he's all Ryan's attitude. all ripped up now, dog. Yeah, man. Dude, that's how he is. Dude, he's all he's, he's all fucking well. shredded up. He lost a bunch of weight. He's fucking jacked. It's crazy. Dude. It's crazy, man. I feel like he always had that work ethic to even do or get where he's at now. Just, oh yeah. You know, the dude's a monster. Thing. I mean he started man, him and his brother started a whole restaurant chain at one oh, point. Really? Yes, they did a crawfish wow. place for wow. a while. 
I'm not even I'm not even surprised that Chris, you're running, you know, multiple restaurants. I felt like you did everything to the T and you took it very serious. Mm-hmm. And it, it clearly shows now with how your success has played out, man. It, it's yes. it's funny because you remind me of how Chuck was, you know, because even oh. we met Chuck at, at Outback, you yes. know, and it's like even that relationship, you know, he's doing catering and, you know, all the deals we used to get at Buffalo Wild Wings from his side or from, you know, Madison's when he was there. Like, you know, y'all have the same type of work ethic and I can see those things probably coming into play for you as well. Shit, I would love to actually in the future discuss actually trying to do something on the catering side man because there's a lot of opportunity even this in this area huge where yeah. i'm at right now yeah like I, I i i don't know where i want my career to go and you I mean you know me like i, I don't want to stop like i, I want to figure out what new ventures i can do that, that's what kind of what started this thing with tanner and uh like we've we've been oddly i don't want to say oddly because that's kind of negative but it's like daily we've been like just unexpectedly successful with this and and like what can I do to apply my personality and my professionalism at the same time because I'm not professional on this podcast at all Uh, but it works you know yeah yeah I mean it's kind of real it's fucking real live in the real world people people like real shit people like real shit no one likes politically correct I'm not gonna hurt anybody's feelings with the next thing I say I script it out no one likes that shit. They like real shit, real experiences, how you really yeah. felt. And exactly. And, that, and that's you, why I was stating even to that point about me and Tanner playing with people, telling them that yeah, you exactly. know, I was Tanner and he was Kobe. It was literally just like, oh, shit, what's going on? This is weird. Like, But it opens them up to realize, okay, we're just fucking with you. Like, Don't be yeah. so serious. We're probably going to fuck up your order, but you're going to have a good time. <laughs> yeah. You might get a well-known yeah. steak, but you had a good time tonight. <laughs> Hey, but you know, even how you stated, Tanner, you started off as a host and then they dropped you down. You know, yeah, that didn't here happen. we've learned in that industry simply that there are levels and like, yes. you know, there's there, there, you, you can only utilize your, your, you know, the, the politics side only so much, you know, in life in general. So you, Depends who about who you, know, but you really got to put in the work, you know what I mean? And you put in the work, shit, Chris, you know, so right now it's, it's no different. You started at a, at a, at a certain level, y'all were, you know, doing podcasts, watching, you know, Tanner play games and shit, and it's like, oh shit, okay, we actually have something, and then you're 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 just building, building you know, building, as time goes. Yeah, as time I, I didn't on, think I was yeah. gonna become an all-state agent, bro. I'm, I, what the fuck, like, I, you know, I'm saying, I'm like, do y'all have a drug test for this shit? Like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know like, I got, I got a warrant back in Beaumont. Like, are y'all gonna still let me be an all-state agent? Like, Hell yeah. But at the same. At the same token, you know, I was just a sales producer. Then I became a manager. Then I became a manager of multiple locations for an agent. And it just, as you move up with anything in life, I think that you can start to see that there is a uh, a, a level that you know that you really deserve to be yeah. compensated or, 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 you know, just respected for. And I think that you continue doing what you're doing right now, what y'all are doing, man, with this, you know, commendable. It, it's, um, again, you're giving people the a whole different sight of who you are specifically outside of the business and professional and skill set side that you got to use on a daily. But here, just being you, um, it just makes it that much better, man, because you yes. have a lot to bring to the table for the conversation, et cetera. Um, you know, so I, if, if I could give any advice, man, it'd just be carry on, just keep doing yeah. it. I believe that. Be like, consistent. If I had to give like one like inspirational, like Shia LaBeouf, just do it speech in my life. Like my one my one thing I would say is like figure out like something in your life you're gonna be contempt with, right? You're gonna figure out what being contempt is, like you're happy where you're at with this side of your life, right? Like like when I got married and I had my kid, I was like, I'm fucking contempt. This is where I wanna be in this right. side of my life, right? I know what that right. feels like to be contempt. Right. And I don't want anything else, I want nothing more. So why should that feeling not apply career side? Are you contempt with your with your career or do you want something more? If you if you're not contempt, keep fucking going. It doesn't matter how high you are, keep fucking going. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like keep and going like to your fucking contempt. Then you'll be yeah, happy. I like that word. Because a lot of people can can misplace that with being comfortable and you don't want to be comfortable in anything. No one wants to be comfortable. There's no way that you're going to be comfortable because every day there's one thing that's guaranteed and that's change. That's right. You know what I mean? So if you can actually just respect 
you know, the, 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 the universe and understand that you got to get better every day. You got to get stronger, smarter. You got to be able to help the next person and be a blessing to whoever it is. Then that way you're staying contempt and you have peace of mind. So if you right. can find peace of mind. Man, I'm making dumbass money. I'm making my salary that I was making, you know, in Outback, I was making a salary I've been making two years ago in one month now. You know, oh, and it's yeah. like, it is dope. I've been doing it for a while and the money it's is great, hard. but it's like, it doesn't it's matter hard. because I am really just trying to find peace of mind. You know, quite frankly, items that come with making money and being able to determine what you want to do with your day. Those things, if you if you just you decide that hey, I don't want to do shit today, but just jump on my podcast and talk shit, that's that's contempt. That's that's that's, that's happiness. That you know that yes. you should be looking for. Yeah. Yes, and uh, you know we, we can talk about like all the benefits of working in the restaurant is, and then uh, we're gonna we're gonna kind of wrap up here because this this is like what we wanted yeah. the end, end of season one to be is this this <clears throat> what why we do this. That's like, right. Colby, like that's why we wanted you here to do this, but uh, we're we're gonna like. We can talk about like the benefits of learning the community and learning how people truly are when they need something as a server, like you, how to how to do like interact with guests. Like, we can talk about that's the benefits, but I, I really think the benefit of working in the restaurant business at least some point in your life is learning that like there's always a next level. There's always a there next is. level up, mm-hmm. no matter what you're doing. When when you're waiting tables, you can always do something the next day, your next shift, to make more money. There's always a next level up that you can take it to. And yeah. that, that's my biggest takeaway from being in this business and, and still being in it at the, the, the I mean, y'all both moved on. T- Tanner's a successful operator. He, he's on the, the road to promotion at some point. He's fixing to learn how to run a whole other unit that he doesn't even have. And I think that we just, anyway, it doesn't like. Keep going. Uh, I, I just think that like being in the restaurant business, man, you, you learn there's always, a, there's always another level to go. Um, and uh, I think that, that that's that's what we wanted to capture in this podcast, but also the, the fun that it is to do it. That's right. I agree. So, <laughs> unfortunately, we ran out of Zoom time. Thank you. It was oh, he's calling. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Join. Join his. No, go to the other screen and join Yeah, his. join. See if that works. Join. Press join again, bottom right. Colby, do you, do you hear us? Yep. The computer audio. Can you hear us now? Can you hear us now, Colby? Yeah, yeah. I don't know what yeah. fucking disconnected. But Chris went on this really inspirational rant about restaurant industry and success and building up to your next level and all this shit. But, <laughs> but like the the thing is that there's there is no cap. Like y'all can laugh all you want. Like yeah. there is there is no cap. You can you no can, cap. No cap. No cap. No cap. Kobe, no cap. No cap. No cap. You can no, you no, can no, always no do something the next day to make you more money when you're waiting tables and when you're in that restaurant business. And if you just apply those simple things to your life, you can go like Kobe. You own your own fucking insurance business. Like your mm-hmm. your name is fucking on it. It, it, it's it, it's amazing. Eventually, Tanner's going to own his own plant. I don't know how that works. I don't think I will, yeah. but... Yeah, it's going to happen. <laughs> no, not going to do that, but I'll make decent money. And I just... Man, like, Colby, I appreciate your support, man. Everything you've said tonight, like, it's going to stay with me for a long time. Just like watching you dance on a bar... Ten years ago at Outback Steakhouse, yeah. like, like for real, man. Like you're 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 just an inspirational dude, man. Like watching you Very and serious. doing the things that you did at the bars that we we went to. Yeah, uh, uh, man, I, I appreciate you being on this podcast tonight, man. And and when me and Tanner buy tickets to the next Dallas Cowboys game, we're coming to stay at your place. I don't care. Yeah. I don't give a fuck how long the ride is. And I will say, hey, shit, like, we going together, goddamn. Hey, hey. you better be wearing yeah. the, buy ticket. You better be wearing the right goddamn jersey, but uh. <laughs> as long as they're not playing the Texans, I might, I might do that. I might. If we're do that. If we're, I'll let you wear the Texans jersey. I don't care. We don't go to preseason games, bud. We go to games. Nothing, nothing wrong with that. We gonna kick y'all ass in the preseason games. You're so oh, dumb. I'd love You're to so see you, big dog. Y'all are ten years out from I'd the love win. To, yeah, y'all are ten years out from the like, win getting somewhere. Probably twenty shit. <laughs> but Colby, Probably I will 20. say, I fucking miss you, dude. I'm glad we got to fucking talk again. You, you taught me a lot of shit when I was growing up at Outback, 
about like because I was always kind of like monotone and like to myself yeah. and like how talking to people and like getting to know them will fucking advance you and shit. It's it's put me where I am in my career now of like playing the game. And I'm yeah, glad you got to play the game. You got to play the game, and I'm really glad you taught me that as like a fucking come filled kid walking through the fucking doors of Outback. Man, listen, I, I think that uh, my biggest takeaway just in general is, you know, you can manage the, the restaurant. When you walk in a restaurant, the first person or the main piece of the bar or the, or the restaurant is usually going to be the bartenders, right? Because they're just, that's where the action's at. That's where everybody's trying to get a drink. That's where, you know, the, yeah. the good vibes are. And, you know, even as a manager, you're dealing with not just the bar, but you're dealing with the rest of the staff, the, the, the right. waiters, the host, and and I think that, you know, even at the times that I was the bartender or managing, that's what's ultimately put me in a position I am now because you have to understand that people are different, man. And Every last one. Everybody, everybody has, a, you know, greater strengths and, and greater weaknesses than others. And if you can learn to help individuals, you know, grow on those weaknesses or if you can uh, yes. take away from their, their strengths and apply it to yourself or to others, that's that's success because at the that end of the day success. you can you can be great i could be an insurance agent right now and sell by myself but when i have a staff member that's going to go buy a house because of what i've helped what been able to do to help do. her sell yes. or you know have somebody triple their salary or have somebody mm -hmm. really be able to now learn how to train the next person like those are the things you know that i learned just leveling up in the restaurant industry that's right that that I still apply today, you know, and I, I'm grateful for it, man. And yes. you know, even from you guys, I, I learned a lot and in many a way that I used to think, you know, damn, how am I gonna really just you know, not even just get the attention of the girls, like how am I gonna get the attention of the bar when I'm telling that's the Tanner's young, fly, you know, has himself and he's funny and he's just active <laughs> and he he's witty and he's quick and I can't, you know, I'm like he comes in here, he doesn't even need an energy drink, but he's got one. And he's just like, hey, here, here I am, here I am, hot as hell, just trying to wake up, like oh shit, you know. But it was it was in those moments that I was realizing that you know he just got certain strengths that I may not or skill sets that I might not ever develop, but, but you I can, can still utilize those. him as a yeah, and I can either help enhance or I can utilize him yeah, to, to, for as your, far as me knowing that he's on my team That's exactly. Right. So use everybody's that strengths. Team, the, the, the team portion of being in a restaurant and then the, the you it's know the crazy. hanging out afterwards and all the uh the the you know just building on the culture man it was just it was great and it really i think that it's it's crazy because i think that we all could come back together and still have another dope ass night like you're damn right you fucking good we, we, you, know you, like, like, you just we let me you know you just let we me know. know hey you better get the bars lined up and ready son because we're coming no. you sit no, on my couch but you gotta take care of my kid at like 5 a.m uh, it's it's three it's three bedrooms up here and shit. You could bring. That's a lot better. Whatever, that sounds so much better. That sounds so much better. There you go. We got a total of four. I promise. Like, y'all are good. Anytime y'all get out here, man. Summer's about to be lit. So I promise. Oh, I'm telling you. But we'll this pool back here too. It's gonna be crazy. <laughs> All right, Cole. We we gonna go ahead and run, big dog, man. Hey, man. I appreciate you coming. Dude, out, thank man. you so much. Thank you, man. Thank y'all for having me, man. Huge, Proud of huge man. talk of thank the Scott you, Ranch. You'll be back on season two, man. Oh, we'll, you better. We'll, be. we'll get some stuff working, man. We might even come do a little remote episode out there one day. All right, brother. Please, 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 man. I appreciate y'all. Hey, you want to you want to shout out your fuck your fucking insurance and yeah, yeah, man, please. Of course, in, man. Of course. So I, I uh, again, I got an Allstate agency. If you literally just look up Allstate, you know, backslash Kobe Sykes, um, or you can just look up Kobe Sykes and Allstate will pull up. Um, I do homeowners, auto insurance, renters insurance. If you're in apartments or houses that you're in, you know, I do ATVs. I do uh, life insurance, which is you know the number one way to really make some money these days, um, especially at our age. But long story short, um, I also wanted to throw out there, if you're running a business such as a podcast and you're worried about saying Outback's name, if they're trying to get you for lawsuits, any slander or defamation, we use that I, got shit. I got I got a policy for you that'll, that'll save you days. So you're good. Let's go. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. If you're not using Colby Sykes and you live in the Dallas, Fort Worth area, you're a stupid bitch. <laughs> anyway. Colby, man, I love you, brother. Can't wait to see you again. I appreciate you coming on the podcast, dude. Love y'all, fellas, man. Appreciate y'all big time. Thank you. Love you. Have a good one, bud. Y'all as well, brother. The first half of the podcast was an absolute banger. 
So the next half will also be an absolute banger. What we have in front of us, Chris has no idea. About I don't know this. what's happening right now. I'm upset. Chris has no idea. I did wear my best Hawaiian shirt. For he, this. he did. But what we're gonna be doing is a blindfolded pizza taste test. So, Chris, what I want you to do is one, give a rating from one to ten on how much you like the pizza. Okay. And then I want you to give your guess. Okay. For every guess you get wrong, after you take a bite of the pizza, before you put your guess, I want you to put your hands flat on the desk. If you get it wrong, you will be slapped with a spatula. <laughs> oh, across the face? No, on the hand. Okay. You'll be slapped on the hand with okay. a spatula okay. if you are wrong. Okay. Right? So we want to know what your favorite is, and we also want to know if you're intelligent. Are we doing this on me because I'm a bigger guy? No. Okay, liar. All right, yeah. so blindfold now. Go ahead and blindfold now. All right. We're going to go ahead and put the headphones on. We're going to go ahead. I, I will Wait, tell everybody. I will tell the listeners what the pizza is before you okay, get it. But also, tell them the backstory of why we're doing this. Because I want to. No, because there was an episode where we talked about doing a pizza tier list. Right? We, we, yeah, we talked about doing this. Yeah, so now, I'm the, now, I'm, the, now I'm the subject of a, of a yeah. very crucial point of this podcast. All right. No, I'm this bl- is absolutely I'm crucial to everything I want to do. I'm blindfolded. Go ahead and blindfold now. Go ahead and put in your headphones. All right. The first piece. Papa John's. All right. We're going to go ahead and guide his hands to it. Am I, I'm eating cold za? Yes, it is cold za. Two bites. That's brave. That's brave. <laughs> like five pizzas he has to eat. It's pretty good za. Yep. Can I get one more bite? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Oh. Eating a lot of fucking pizza right All right. Um, one to ten? Yeah, one to ten. I can't hear you. I can't yeah, hear you. I know. Two yeah. taps yes, one tap no. All right, one to ten. 9.3. 9.3. And that's definitely a Papa John slice of za, I think. That's a Papa John slice of za. You got it right. Right. He got it right. Wait, wait, wait. I don't know. It's one, one slap. I got it wrong. Two slaps. I got it right. I got it wrong. The one I get hit. You got it right. No. Oh, okay. You're good. You're good. You got it right. All right. All right. Second slice of Zal. I need to take a sip of. There it is. Little Caesars. All right. There you go. Yep. Go ahead and get those big bites in. Oh, he got crust too. He's going professional. Going real pro with this. Oh, yeah. It's a smack. He's smacking like a motherfucker. This much what your head to sound like. Alright. You heard that. I'm gonna give that a, like a like a three five. Like three, a three five. five. Yeah. Not shit. very much flavor on the pepperoni. The crust had nothing on the end of it. I'm going to go with... Am I good right here? Two, yeah. two slices for a yes? Alright. I'm going to go with... Um, that's got to be a hot and ready Little Caesars. Oh, okay! Two for oh, yeah. two. Oh, two, two, for two, for two. Baby. two. Two right. for two. Now, I don't know what brands y'all got, though. Is the problem. It's so, like... How, like... How many taps is how many brands y'all got? Five brands. Five okay. brands. And I've gotten two out of six. So, okay. All right. Two, two right so far. Two right so far. He has the next pizza. Oh. Pizza Hut. <laughs> Dude, the fact that he's batting a thousand is blowing my fucking mind. He had a zit in the whole time. Right here? Am I good? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're good. I hope I'm good. I'm... Yeah, you're good. You're good. All right. I don't know. Um, the song that's playing is terrible. So the pepperoni had a nice little hit to it, right? Like, yeah. oh, pepperonis are the same. But I will tell you that the bottom of the, the, the pizza was a little, it was a little burnt. 
So it makes me think it's more of a local type deal. So I'm going to go with that was a, uh, well, rating of 5.8. 5.8. Five, 5.8. Eight. Five, eight. Uh, I'm going to go with Mazio's Pizza. It's a homegrown. I don't think they cleaned their oven. All right. Oh! <laughs> Shit! <laughs> oh. I didn't like it! <laughs> Can I get a second guess? Can I guess? All right, all right. Second guess. The oven wasn't clean. It's not Mazio's. Um. Shit. What's the guess? Second guess. Um, let, let's go pizza in. <laughs> Fucking second guess. I'm not doing a second guess again. Ow. All right, bring me another pizza. Ow. I don't like this. I know you don't. Yeah, I get some topos. I get it. I get it. Take your break. Take your break. Alright. The next pizza is Domino's. <laughs> it smells like a dirty shoe. <laughs> oh. oh. A lot of cop. A lot of. Look at the yeah, the face. Look at the, the fucking face of it. Get the crust. He's doing it smart though. Yeah, yeah. He's get some sauce. Get some cheese. Get some crust. I'm gonna give that like a like a two eight. Two eight. Like a solid two eight. The lowest. The lowest. And you're good. I'm good. Yeah. Come. Like a two eight. Um. And it might be because it's cold. Like, I don't want to knock anybody's brand. But. Pizza in? <laughs> I didn't want a second guess. That hurt. No. Okay. No second guess. Fucking hurt. <laughs> Listen. If you're gonna if you're gonna do a pizza place, make your crust distinct. Do something with your crust. Whatever music is in these headphones is god awful. Okay. Be aggressive about it, why don't you? Oh. Buxton. Yep. Very distinct. Mm-hmm. Very distinct. Okay. 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 This is a pie. This right here, it's, it's a fucking pizza. It's good. It's good a pizza. good pizza. Let me tell you right now. Okay, I'm going to do one more bite. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. What makes a good pie is yep. the red sauce. Yep. I have found the tool of my demise. I found it. Okay. I don't want the pizza again. I want to guess. Go ahead. That pizza right there. That's a good. That's a good What's pizza. What's rating? I know. I know what I need to do. Like a eight, an eight nine. Like eight, oh, almost nine. a nine. Like it's right there. That right there has to be a Buxton pepperoni. That right there is a Buxton pepperoni pizza. Yes, sir. I've yes. ever fucking tasted it. Oh, that's some good stuff. Chris, that is all five pizzas. Oh, yeah? So it's three to two? Three to two. You are the pizza man. Dude, I'm, I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's some good stuff. Like, I got the Buxton one right for sure. No, oh, 100%. Sure, I'm pretty sure you rated it. Number one, Papa John. Yeah, you're damn right. I did. Papa John's might be the best pizza that you can get. My hand hurts. Like somebody <laughs> probably busted. Who hit me, Tanner or Cameron? You I did. I hit the fuck out of you. You bastard. You got Pizza Hut wrong, and you got Little Caesars wrong, I believe. No, I got Little Caesars no. right. No, you got Little Caesars right. Oh, fuck me. 
I got Papa John's, Domino's, Domino's. Domino's. So Pizza Hut, and Domino's. So normally your least favorite pizza is a Domino's pizza. Yeah, it's yeah. probably accurate. Your do- the yeah. Domino's pizza is your least well, favorite. You, uh, I believe I licked the crust. Your favorite is Papa John's. Yeah. Second is what did I write? Pa- what did I write Papa John's? Like a nine five. Yeah, you like nine five. Like, I love me some Papa John's. I, I, I knew that Buxton red sauce when I tasted it. That is a loud piece of thunder. That's what they call me in the stripper pole. It's true. You did rate Papa John's your favorite, Buxton's second favorite, least favorite pizza was a, what was it? Pizza Hut. It was, no, it was Domino's. No, Domino's. Domino's. Domino's cold is just terrible. Domino's least favorite pizza. I'm going to go ahead and tell you how the service was at each fucking restaurant. All right, excellent, excellent. Let me grab this and I'll turn it around to you. So, the best service I got was Buxton. Pretty you damn right it was. Because I got a beer. Yep. Oh! They got me a that's beer. That's why I got here before you got Yeah, they, they gave me a beer or two before I got my pizza, which was great. We don't need that to happen. Uh, the worst service was Pizza Hut, who I had three people. I was the only one in the restaurant. Three people walked past the restaurant, past the cashier's register, before I got served. Wow. And the woman who got there took about six years to get the register. Was she handicapped from the waist down? A little bit. No excuse. <laughs> Domino's, close second on customer service. Okay. Like, really great guy who took my order. Yeah. Domino's actually has the best rewards points as far as pizza goes. Absolutely. Uh, I, I, stand by my, I stand by my decision. Papa John's followed by Buxton. Like, I thought, man... I feel bad for the Buxton guys because I support the absolute hell out of those guys, but like, there's a special place in my heart for Papa John's, and I, I knew when I, I knew when I'd say y'all should not have lived with Papa. But John's. one thing I take from it is you knew Buxton off the fucking rip. I knew it. I knew it by the red sauce. Off the rip. I knew it by the red sauce. And you're like, this is a fucking zaw, bro. You were telling me like, this is a fucking zaw right now. It's a zaw. Absolutely. So uh, th- this is what I, th- I thought this was going to be an alcohol shot, guess this shot thing. I had no idea. Uh, it turned out to be a guess this pizza place thing. But uh, yeah, hey, I want everybody to say hello to Mr. Cameron Walston. He is uh, unknowingly now our season two sound and video guy. Um, he's going to be the person that helps us step this thing to the next level. So, I mean, look at that beard. Like, he's such a beautiful, beautiful man. There's dimples underneath, man. Hey, we don't need to know about the dimples. But, um, Cameron, thank you very much for being here tonight. No. Uh, for the back half of uh, season two. We do appreciate you. There's a, a heck of a lot of rain going on in the background. I'm sure you guys can hear it. We're going to go ahead and end the live and end the podcast, the season finale of season one. So, what I do want to go over is a little bit of sponsorship opportunity so in season two we are looking for sponsors um this is the spatula that decided to wreck my hand tonight uh but tanner and i decided that we want to we want to kind of make this into a thing we want to make this into a business um you guys like the content that we put out we want to keep putting it out we want to do it in a better quality so we want to offer advertisement and sponsorship for you guys um so we're bringing in some sponsorship for season two i Tanner, I can't read your handwriting worth of nothing. Go ahead. I got you. Uh, so, $18 for one 30 seconds. Correct. Yep. And right? 32, 32 for, for four for one minute. Yep. Uh, $50 for three 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. $90 yeah. for three one minute. Absolutely. $210 for four seasons. For a whole long. season. For a whole season of 30 second ads, you can get that. For two hundred and what was that? Two hundred ten dollars. Two hundred ten for an entire season for three second ads and for three hundred and ninety. Yeah. Three ninety. Three fifty. Three fifty. I'm sorry. Three fifty. A for a whole season for one minute. For one minute ads. We want to help you guys grow your business, just like we want y'all to help us grow our podcast. And with the amount of listeners that we had, I think like before going into the season finale, we're at I think what twelve fifty. 1250 yeah. downloads, and that's uh, 837, 36, something like that, listeners yeah. um, of individual people that have listened to our podcast and they tune in regularly. Um, we want we want you guys to capitalize on that just as much as we are. So uh, if you want to sponsor the episode, bring out some higher qualities, 
and want to sponsor a season. You guys let us know. We'll be glad to do it. And uh, let's work together. Let's collab. Let's grow these businesses together. So uh, you guys have a great night. I hope I uh, entertained you enough with my pizza and screamo in my ears. So um, thank you for tuning in to the Forgotten Ranch Podcast. Season one is now a wrap. Shit!